0: Come with me, Hail Mary, run quick, see, what do we have here now, you wanna ride or die, la 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 la, I ain't a killer but don't push me, revenge is like the sweetest joy, next to getting, picture paragraphs unloaded, wise words being quoted, beat the weakness in the rap game, and so it. bow down, pray to God, hoping that he's listening, see it, Coming for me, for my diamonds, when me, it is man, Drew Garabo Live, I'm John's Joints, where John rolls up some news stories, pass them around, go the solitary, of man, underneath which I will play door, lullaby versions of me, popular songs. Me, if you'd like to guess them, to them at the end, you're my certainly welcome break, to. Blame, cetera, out my clip. John you John Sennig told me never stop until i busted up the world if they can't just it's just as well why they wouldn't edit
1: that it, it is it is interesting what, what gets edited and what doesn't john's joint being brought to you by Medi weight loss the medically supervised program that can help you lose the weight you never thought you could they've got locations in south tampa brandon lutes and clearwater and if you would love it as much as i would love it Change your life with a free assessment. StartMeddy.com slash 1025. It's startmeddy.com slash 1025. Or you can call 877 MedLoss. If you do that, just make sure you let them know that you heard John Senning talking about it. Andrew Garabo Live.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So um, we've been talking a bit today about the shooting that happened in Columbus. With its, I've heard, her, not only have I heard her name meant, or her age, vary from 15 to 16. I've heard her name said a few different ways, so I will try my best. Uh, Micaiah Bryant, uh, who is 16-year-old in some sort of dispute with others. The police show up. She appears to have a, a knife in her hand, and she was shot four times by the police and killed. And when we had a discussion about The fact that information didn't really seem to get out right in the beginning. The media kind of got it wrong as if it was this just 15 year old girl who was murdered in cold blood when there's a lot more details that go into it. Well, the press secretary at the White House was asked for a comment on the shooting. And uh, this is what uh, Misaki had to say since you gave me the opportunity. The killing of 16-year-old Mikaela Bryant by the Columbus police is tragic. She was a child. We're thinking of her friends and family and the communities that are hurting and grieving her loss. We know that police violence disproportionately impacts black and Latino people in communities and that black women and girls, like black men and boys, experience higher rates of police violence. We also know that there are particular vulnerabilities that children in foster care like Micaiah face. And her death came, as you noted, just as America was hopeful of a step forward after the traumatic and exhausting trial of Derek Chauvin and the verdict that was reached. So our focus is on um, working to address systemic racism and implicit bias head on and of course to passing laws and legislation that will put much needed reforms into place at police departments around the country. you know, Donald Trump was very different and very forward in the way that he and his uh his his people, his cabinet incited people. Right. This is subtle incitement. This is this is the type of incitement that I feel it's easy to believe that this woman has good intentions with her comments, sure, but at the same time pushes a narrative. It's pushing a narrative. And 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 I just if if every situation ever where a police has to use force like this on in a case where it is an African-American, if we put those all under the same umbrella, do the, do the cases that really deserve to be looked at and are wrong inherently, do those not start to, to lose a little bit of the weight that they carry? If we're just going to put every instance under the same umbrella, when what we know now, what we definitely know is that the girl that was shot had a knife that she appeared to be about to stab somebody in the face with. Like, that's what I think most people who appear at this video see for the first time. So to think that you want to classify that exact situation in the same scenario as a George Floyd, it it
0: really it really doesn't feel right at all. I'm not saying she wasn't a girl, like uh, Ms. Kisepetekic said. Uh, yeah, she was a girl in foster care, and that's sad. She also had a knife in her hand and was ready to stab someone else in the face.
1: Yeah, I just feel that, that putting it under, you know, framing it that way, you, you're kind of taking out any of the details. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the details matter. What happens out here when police make decisions, what's going on matters. So to yeah. just throw it, you know, in, into a category with a George Floyd, which we in this room and a lot of people agree was absolutely horrendous. In a million different ways, it uh I just worry that, that, that you know, that uh Muddies the waters. To say the least. Yep. You have a uh you have a favorite babysitter that you remember from yeah. your uh youth? Absolutely. My next door neighbor, Stacy Wheeler.
0: How late in life did you have a babysitter? Nineteen. No, uh I think about late like twelve, thirteen. So were you were you getting
1: into anything nefarious as the babysitter days were still going on? Or were you still sweet, young, baby Drew Garabo, yeah. so you hadn't started dabbling in
0: anything that would be questionable? Hadn't busted up in the uh, the neighbor's liquor closet, or my uh, my mom and dad's liquor cabinet yet, and hadn't done anything, anything bad. I don't, uh,
1: I had a few different uh, uh, babysitters, and, and I don't think I was doing anything bad with them around uh, as well. My, my... My grandma was what I remember being my last babysitter, and we had a. She stayed with us for a week, and it was, God rest her soul, it was terrible. She thought we were just hellions. She told my mom that we were throwing things at her. When to this day, I truly believe that we weren't. She said we were sneaking out the windows. Oh no! When I when Your I was my grandmother, that? my Jeez. own grandmother, and it it haunts me to this day. But she just told my mother a lot of things that I believe, at least now, that none of them were true. Grandmother, screw loose. I I mean, don't I'm
0: i not looking to speak ill no, of the dead. No,
1: no, no. I, well, depending on who you ask, I don't know. Okay. But but that was the last bad babysitter memory I have because she stayed with us for like four days, and I remember my mom came back and was like, "What the hell did you do to your grandmother?" She said you were throwing I, things at her. Throwing ice cubes, specifically, I think was what was what the story was. And then I was sneaking people in and out of the of my bedroom window. Damn. You tell grandma that uh, snitches get snitches. <laughs> um, I, I bring up all of the, the babysitter stories and bad babysitter memories because of a live-in nanny in Idaho who is being accused of allegedly forcing a teenage girl to do drugs, drink alcohol, and even share the same bed. Wanda May Mansfield, she's 34, has been arrested and charged with injury to a child as well as possession of a controlled substance... Both crimes are felonies. She is being investigated for sexual misconduct and baggies found in Mansfield room are being tested by the Idaho State Police. She is being accused of encouraging the girl who she was babysitting to use drugs and not tell it, her father about it. They and, and when I say drugs, I'm talking about meth. Oh, man, that's real drugs. The girl admitted in court documents that she carried around a blowtorch to use for s'mores, though it's not. Uh, it's not more meth. She also drank Mike's hard lemonades, which oh. have alcohol in them, yep. and she would give them to the kid she was babysitting and not tell them. That they had alcohol in them.
0: They thought it was Mike's soft lemonade. Yeah. Uh,
1: Child Protective Services called the the county sheriff's office on April 2nd to report the problem with Mansfield, uh, sometimes known as Wanda Kimball. Deputies then spoke to the principal of the school of the unidentified girl attended who were directed to turn to the social uh, workers. After a drug test, they found out that the girl tested positive for methamphetamine. Mm. Uh, she was also giving the girl pills and smoking weed with her and God. forcing her to sleep in the same bed. Man. Does it get much worse?
0: Uh, no.
1: As giving kids sitter?
0: meth, uh, like a babysitter giving kids meth and booze? No, it doesn't get much worse. And how much screening was involved with the parents before they picked that babysitter? I, sometimes I, you know, I
1: don't ever want to judge parents because I think one of the atrocities that happen in modern day society is the fact that you have to decide whether you want to go work and then probably give a lot of your money to daycares and babysitters and stuff. So I don't judge anybody for having to find someone to watch their kids. Right. But people will legitimately go on Facebook and be like, hey, can somebody watch my kid tonight? Yeah. I mean, my my dog has a list of about two people who can watch it. So to think that you can just th- go out on Facebook, hey, who's free to watch my child tonight? Who I've, am I to judge? Dude, but I've
0: seen that on Facebook too many times. I, I, You know. In my neighborhood Facebook group, they're like, hey, is anybody, we have any babysitters in the neighborhood? Now it's a nice neighborhood, but. Now, is Sometimes I wonder because for the most part, people hold small
1: children in high regard. For the <laughs> like, most part. Like if you're going to watch a kid, yeah. you probably care about that kid and ma- want to make sure nothing bad is going to happen to it. Ideally, yeah. Well, but, but here's where I'm trying to make the comparison. All right. There is a big gap between how people care or look at dogs and animals. So I have a what some would call an unhealthy... Love for my dog, so the standards for dog care are very high that I think a lot of people don't abide by. All right. When when you put a request out there for somebody to watch your child, I think you're accepting most people care a lot about children and won't let something bad happen to them. Yeah. That, well, that's my that's my connection. Yeah. Is that safe to say? Yeah, very much so. Because you know some people just you know they might put my dog outside for like five minutes and he may want to come in and they may not let him in. And that would be a problem.
0: It's an interesting analogy. That's
1: really just trying to make make sense of my own mind why uh, at, at the age of 11, only his grandparents have been the only ones to ever watch him. Dude, it's a crazy world. I don't blame you for being cautious. Thank you. I appreciate yep. that. Uh, police in Florida are looking for a woman accused of scamming local residents out of thousands of dollars by charging them for spiritual witchcraft services. Hmm. The Naples Police Department is asking the public for help in what they have described as a fraud investigation involving a woman who charged at least 10 people a collective total of $100,000 for her spiritual witchcraft services. (laughs) Investigators first became aware of the alleged scam around March 14th when one or more people reported the woman. Police said the victims reported to have been deprived large amounts of money and the in-person scam is believed to have run from mid-January to March. Victims described the woman as being possibly Eastern European or Hispanic Roughly five foot two inches tall with a medium build and blonde hair. She speaks Spanish and has light brown colored eyes. Not a lot of details on the spiritual or witchcraft services that they <laughs> that they received. But um, if you are paying high amounts of money, yes. I know that v- being victimized for money is never a good thing. Right. But where, when does it switch to the person who's spending thousands of dollars on a witchcraft service right. that they then... Are on the hook a little bit for some of the money that they've spent.
0: Sure, I mean, buyer beware. You should know when you're spending your money on witchcraft services. They're, I would say, probably not going to give you good results or a turn on investment. You ever date a witch? You ever like date a girl who is like into witchcraft or no, Wiccan? But I had the weirdest. I had the weirdest
1: witch experience of my entire life. We lived in Michigan. We came to va- we came to vacation in uh, Pompano Beach uh from Michigan uh for a Christmas, right? right? And we made friends with this kid. I don't remember his name, but he was He was kind of a dick, but we made a friend with a kid who was around our age. He was a teenager. I'll never forget. He had these bright flame, uh, these bright flame um, uh, bathing suits that he was wearing all around. We were in the hot tub, right? Okay. It's us teenagers. And there was this girl who he, who had been hanging around with us kind of, and in the hot tub, he said something really mean to her. And I don't remember exactly what it was, but I think he called her a slut or, or something like that. And she said, I'm a witch. I'm gonna put a spell on you now. Yeah. So that was like day one, day two of the of, of our trip. Within the next day, this kid just went missing. Like we didn't see him at all. And so his mom was down by the pool, and we asked, "Hey, where's so and so?" And she said, "He got terribly sick. We actually have to call, you know, cut our vacation short. Uh, his his uh, his throat swelled up, and we had to take him to the emergency room. Uh, we're actually heading home today." And I mean, it could be completely unrelated, but at that point in my life, I truly believe that that witch lady put a spell on him.
0: Um, my experience is way lamer than that. <laughs> when I was working in restaurants, I met a girl at a table and I asked her out and we went out. And when I showed up at her house, she said, I knew you were going to call and ask me out. I said, how was that? She said, well, if this might freak you out, but I'm into witchcraft. And I wrote your name in a circle. And that means you were going to call me within 24 hours. And you did. And I looked at her and I took her right to the beach and I left her there and I said, Now you're a sandwich. Was any of that true? Everything except for the sandwich. Bowl. Oh, okay. okay and cool, the beach. Cool. Cool.
1: Cool. The, um, the podcast, the case that we're listening to. Leave me alone about the podcast. It gets into there's a there's a witchcraft tie-in oh, in the, in the yeah. newest episode. Oh hell yeah! No spoilers. It's funny how quick things can change in the sports world and in the world in general. This morning, uh, when I sent Drew an email, I said maybe this means that Antonio Brown is not coming back to the Buccaneers uh, because it was being reported by many that the Buccaneers did not want to deal with the impending lawsuit for his uh, for the for the sexual misconduct allegations. Well. Within 45 minutes of sending that article, it was announced Antonio Brown has settled the civil sexual assault lawsuit with an ex-trainer who accused him. And it is now being reported by Rick Stroud that we could be seeing an announcement from the Buccaneers any time now that the two have reached an agreement. A statement from the law firms working the case detailed Brown and Brittany Taylor becoming friends nearly a decade ago before being involved in aggressive litigation. Statement goes on to read, having reflected on the relationship, both feel that the time has come to move on. Antonio is grateful for Brittany's excellent training assistance. They are pleased that Antonio is doing so well with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and won a Super Bowl. Their dispute is resolved and they wish each other great continued success. Cha Ching. Man. I mean, that is some aggressive wording. Not just they figured it out. They're making it sound as if they're BFFs
0: now and they're. Oh, that's part of the language of the settlement. Man. Cha Ching. -ching. Taylor
1: Taylor sued Brown in September of 2019, not long after he had been released by the Raiders and subsequently signed to the Patriots, alleging. The 32-year-old had sexually assaulted her on three separate occasions in 2017 and 2018.
0: But now it's just a big misunderstanding.
1: Where this is a weird question to okay. ask, but you know, where do you the butt hold the woman now? Oh, in in I mean in in regards of we're not talking about some weird questionable thing. You're talking about sexual assault on three separate occasions, right? And now you've come to peace with with releasing a statement that makes it sound like you're friends. I mean, is there something to be said for, I can't deal with this anymore? It, it's just, I almost have a prob- more of a problem with the
0: statement making it sound like they're chummy than the money she probably got. So the statement and the money and all of that probably goes into the healing process for her. So I'm, I'm hesitant to speak on it. Whatever she needs to bring closure to the situation and move on with her life is what she should do. Yeah. So, you know. I just wonder, is it, is it such aggressive money-throwing
1: that, that at some point you just – you feel like you're doing a disservice to your future and your family's future if you don't take this money? Maybe. I mean, it's it, it's almost – it's like a second – assault in a way yeah. <laughs> like, like we've got so much money you can't deny it and we're even gonna make people think that you guys are buddies now i right. just wonder what has to go into to making a woman feel okay to do that great question um we're still mourning the loss of dmx we've been open about uh, his questionable lyrics here but that doesn't mean a lot of people didn't love him right uh joe rogan featured action bronson on his podcast who is just an all-around amazing human being i mean amazingly interesting um and DMX's music has probably done a lot for a lot of people, but for Action Bronson, it actually helped bring his child into the world. This is full of profanity, so I cut out the front half. What you don't hear right before this is that his wife had been in labor for 18 hours, Ooh. and they had spiritual healers and people playing the Peruvian flutes in, in the delivery room Goodness. to help her deliver the baby, and they were very close to having to do a C-section, and I'll let Mr. Bronson tell you what happened next.
0: We have an hour left, or we're going to have to do a C-section or whatever, and no f- So... Turn the Peruvian flute music off, and I put fucking DMX on. <laughs> Stop. Drop. That motherfucker jumped out of her. <laughs> I swear on everything, it's on camera. It's on film. As soon as the Peruvian flute music stopped, DMX came on. He even heard the dog. And he came out. He just jumped out. I just it's amazing. It's just it, it hurts my fucking heart that I was never able to tell him that. Oh man. Like
1: you, Was there any music in uh, the delivery room for Xander's birth?
0: There was. Oh, there was. There was. Is that a th- I never knew that was a thing. It, yeah, um it was a big birthing room at uh, South Seminole Hospital in Longwood, Florida, and uh it was beautiful. Do you remember what song? It was? Absolutely. Uh I have it on video oh. still and uh hold on one second. Oh man, I'm intrigued. I had music on uh, my little uh, boombox that I was going to put Xander's mom at ease. The Lionel Richie CD had already played, and he decided to come into this world at nine pounds. R.I.P. her vagina. Uh Oh. And um, Chicago happened to be playing as my baby boy came into this world. Oh, man.
1: As soon as I asked you that question, I saw your eyes well up a little bit. Sorry. I mean, it's going on 18 years this June, John. I can almost, if I if I hear extra close, if I just listen extra close, I can almost hear the.
0: Should have done an episiotomy, Doctor Perry. No worries, Mom. She'd be just fine. There's a video my dad gave me on DVD. Love you, Dad. Of me holding my brand new baby. Song plays Uh, a little inspiration. I'm sorry, I did this. At least it wasn't a hard habit to break, that would have been awkward.
1: I wonder, I'm never gonna have kids, I don't think at least. But, like, what would if I could pick one song for them to be born to? Nookie. But so was that, are you saying that wasn't planned? No, no. He just had the Chicago CD on. Okay, and, so it was Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, that just feels like a very poignant, specific
0: song right. to be born to. Yeah. I, I don't think it was playing as he was, like, as he was leaving the birth canal, but, um, but you know, it was playing as I was holding him, swaddled in the little blanket after they got all that alien-looking afterbirth off oh, of him. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. Did, did you eat any of that? All of it. Just right there. Yeah? Yeah, instead of uh, shooting the placenta into the trash can, I had him just shoot it right into my mouth. Mmm. Chased it down with a little shot of blood and fluids coming out of there. Okay. Aminocentric fluid. Yeah. Mm. Mmm. Well, I just, Mm. you know,
1: I wonder, because I have have tasted the the nectar of the gods, the, the breast milk. Yeah. So I just wonder, is there something to be said for the, am I missing something with the placenta?
0: Nah. A little gamey. Is it, tastes like, would you compare it more to, uh, I'd say it's reminiscent of baby. Okay. Tastes like baby. babies smell good. Yeah, they don't taste so hot. Don't let it fool you.
1: The idea of a trophy hunter is something that that I really... uh, Burn in hell. I just, I I can't wrap my head around. And and, in this clip I'm about to play you, I think they nailed down the specific thing. Even if you're somebody who you believe that you're out there doing this for conservation purposes... I think it's the posting the videos and the pictures with big, beautiful animals murdered by you for likes that makes everything feel wrong. Mm. So this next woman, or this woman, is has just gotten... Tons of heat and probably a lot of lovers. Um, Michaela Flavola. Have you seen this woman? She's th- being dubbed as the sexy trophy hunter. She's from the Czech Republic and she goes out there and wears, you know, somewhat revealing clothing right. and uh, with dead animals of all sorts. Oh. Uh, so she was on a, uh, a morning show across the pond. And uh, <laughs> this guy, this guy kind of starts going at her a little bit and she, she gives it right back, but I think it's a good question to ask.
0: Animal for you say under the name of I think it's a, a lot of a lot of the quite uh, distressed opinions are because you're it's like a bloodlust. You post on social media you'll you'll drop an animal for you say under the name of conservation um you i can't imagine what it's like to take down a zebra which is oh. uh, one of my favorite animals or a giraffe which is my favorite animal mm. uh, so you'll you'll you know so there oh, you go that God. picture I actually it's so distressing to me in the name of conservation but then you post it it's just the bloodlust yeah.
1: I I completely understand these feelings. Like when someone who don't understand see this picture, there's so much emotions and it's very easy to hate. But, you know, I say all these people coming into my profile, even starting to message me like, you are bad and why are you doing this? I think all these people they are really good people and they care about animals. Mm. And all this what I do is too shocking but the purpose is bring people and maybe they will start a research like they will not see it just in a tabloid magazines but
0: burning hell it, bitch is it
1: it it is the po- is it the posting because there, there probably is something somewhere to where you've got to do things for conservation. Like, I'm not – I don't think that's fake news completely. Right.
0: So is it the act of it or is it the posting of it? Um, Both, I think. But the posting of it is extra gross. Like, if you're doing it for conservation, all right. But nobody believes that when you graphically and grotesquely display that beautiful dead animal out there. Yeah, I just I, – I you know, the, the, the question
1: that I ask – is can you do those things and, and not be a psycho? Like, I, there's just something about taking a giraffe, which 9 out of 10 people think is one of the most beautiful creatures on Earth, and then just having its murdered, mangled body laying there, and you're posing like you just did this great thing. I just feel yeah. there's got to be a little tweak in there that's uh, it's just a little different than most and, and maybe a little off. Yeah. Uh, and lastly... Ellen DeGeneres. Yesterday was 420, so we're sharing 420 stories. We spoke at length about edibles and how you've got to know. You've got to know or it can almost kill you and you're not safe, even if you are Ellen.
0: I hate pot. I really hate the way it feels.
1: Um, so people have pushed gummies on me because they're like, oh, it's nothing like that. And as a matter of fact, my assistant gave me a gummy because he had a hard time sleeping. And he said, just try this gummy. And I said, I don't want it. He goes, no, it's nothing like that. And everyone always says that. And I, I thought I was going to die. I really I thought... That was really the only reason I played it so that we can dig into the, to the Ellen thing. Does that, did you hate Ellen before everybody found out that she was wretched or no. cause that's, you can't, you could can be somebody who's famous. Like let's say for a Christian Bale or something with that audio leaked. Like I didn't go around my whole life thinking that Christian Bale was this guy that everybody loved and was sweet. When you've built your entire image on being good to people and being loving and then uh, a lot of people come out and go, this woman is actually horrendous. It's
0: it, there's nothing left anymore. Correct. I, I I didn't like her, but I didn't hate her either. But man, ever, ever since that stuff came out about what a toxic environment her show is, I find her disgusting.
1: Yeah, she's because now, because now she just thinks she can pick up where she left off. Right, like she's America's sweetheart still. Yeah. I think that's the problem. You're not. Maybe if she came with a little more edge and was a little bit more of the bitch that a lot of people there say she is, then we could we could gravitate to her. Authentic behavior, be who you be. Let me just ask you one last question. Okay, would you be mad if uh, somebody cut your a uh, teacher cut your child's hair at school?
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, I would think so too. That happened in Michigan. Don't do that. Considering uh, pulling his daughter, his biracial daughter, out of school after the uh, mm. teacher said that her hair was uneven and cut it at, uh, in class. Don't be cutting my kid's hair. Yeah. Or I'll cut you. Exactly. I'm all burnt up. Thank you. What's up, Rob? Hey, I was just calling. Uh, you guys are that. saying like, how miserable and uh, that killing giraffes and stuff is mm-hmm. and trophies mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yep. And what's difference between that? And killing a cow Killing uh, you know, pigs To eat I mean you're doing it for pleasure Just like she's
0: doing that for the giraffe No uh, so you different. just answered You answered your own stupid question In your own stupid voice sir And I'm not calling you stupid I'm just saying your question and your voice Are both stupid but not you That's hurtful uh, You kill the cow so that someone can eat it You kill the pig so that someone can eat it You kill a giraffe or a zebra Because you are an insufferable Miserable prick of a human being Nobody's going to eat it. Uh, we don't need to eat those things. Bring nope. them because they're pleasurable to eat. Okay, thank you. Oh, we don't man. need to, but they taste good. There is a function in killing them. We eat them because they are delicious.
1: Uh, what? I'm just reading an article. What does giraffe meat taste like? What does giraffe meat taste like? Um.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, not all giraffe hunting is illegal. People pay. Blah 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 blah. Biggest neck bone on
0: the planet for sure. Huh. Who should play uh, Boy George in a movie? Boy George. We're going to come back, and there is something that married couples are permitting their spouse to do when the sex dries up. That is fascinating to me, and I guarantee you're not doing this in your relationship. Today being Wednesday, 421, you've got Quaker Steak and Lube Bike Night, courtesy of the Fran Hosh Law Group. Always a great time at Quaker Steak and Lube. Phenomenal wings, live music, bikers, Bike exhibits, great camaraderie. Thursday through Sunday, the Gator Bike Rally at Gator Harley-Davidson in beautiful Leesburg, Florida. Over 60 vendors, three full bars, food, the Gator Hole Lounge, live music all four days, free on-site motorcycle parking, and a pre-owned motorcycle tent sale. Thursday is also Liquid Therapy Bike Night in Pinellas Park and... Friday and Saturday, it's the Mike Allstott Outdoor Celebrity Weekend Golf Tournament sponsored by the Fran Hosch Law Group. You know we're going to be there. And uh, thank you, Fran Hosh. If you missed any of these, lawfran.com for more information or the Fran Hosch Law Group Facebook events page. You're listening to Drew Garabo Live on one hundred two point five.